back to Teachable Moments with April. Today we're going to be looking at Eyebrite. What is it? What we can use it for? Its benefits? Its side effects? And its applications? Okay, so I'm looking on verywellhealth.com slash the benefits of Eyebrite. Um, underneath eye health, it says the health benefits of Eyebrite. And this particular article was updated um, in 2020, September 24th, by Kathy Wong. Eyebrite is a wild plant native to Europe, long used in herbal medicine. It's typically tooted as a natural remedy for eye problems. So the name Eyebrite kind of gives us, you know, a heads up that it has to do with your eyes. Eyebrite contains compounds called tannins, which of course it we know is in tea. Um, it's a common compound in tea, which appear to possess anti-inflammatory properties. In folk medicine, eyebrite is often used as an ingredient in eye washes, eye drops, or compresses applied to the eyes. However, there is some concern that use of such remedies could lead to infection, irritation, or other eye issues. So now we go on to health benefits. Eyebrite is commonly used to treat eye conditions such as pink eye and eye strain though it may also help other issues, including allergies, colds, coughs, earaches, headache, sinus issues, and sore throat. Eyebrite contains vitamin A, B, C, and E, which all have eye-nourishing properties. The vitamin B1 found in Eyebrite is crucial for intracellular eye metabolism. Zinc, psyllium, and copper are also found in Eyebrite and help contribute to healthy retinas and lenses, while rutin offers nutritional support to the eyes. Scientific evidence for Eyebrite's healthy benefits, however, is minimal. The available research includes a small study published in the Journal of Alternative and Complementary Medicine in 2000, which focused on Eyebrite's effectiveness as a treatment for pink eye. Now I'm going to cut in here and say that I've heard in passing and I've touched on Eyebrite um, and its existence, but I didn't know a whole lot about it. Um, but I was watching YouTube and there is a gentleman that I watch that I have mentioned him several times on here on my podcast. His um, YouTube uh, channel is uh, Papa Duck and he was showing like a little mini review of some of the herbs that he had bought uh, and Eyebright was one of them along with sea moss and elderberry and so forth and so on. Okay, so the blog goes on to say, for the study, 65 people with pink eye were treated with eye drops containing 10 grams of Eyebrite, which was administered one to five times a day. And follow-up examinations performed seven days and 14 days after the start of the treatment, a complete recovery was seen in 53 of the patients. An additional 11 patients showed a clear improvement in their symptoms such as the redness, the swelling, and the burning. However, one patient experienced a slight worsening of their pink eye. 
In another study published in the Balkan Medical Journal in 2014, tests on cells taken from the surface layer of the human cornea demonstrated that eyebright extracts may have anti-inflammatory effects. Further research is needed to confirm this finding. So I also looked on YouTube and I came across a young lady's um, YouTube channel and she was making her own uh, eye bright um, eye washes. Okay, so now the next subheading is allergies. According to one study published in 2011, eyebright is composed of 50 uh, percent of tannins, which is an astringent uh, chemicals that reduce the secretion of mucus and can improve the firmness of tissues and relieve irritation. Quercetin, a flavonoid found in eyebright, is also inhibits the release of histamines. The presence of these um, chemicals give support to the ideal that eyebright may also help relieve allergy symptoms. So then the next subheading is selection, preparation, and storage. Compresses, compresses and nasal sprays made with eyebright can be found in many natural food stores and stores specializing in herbal uh, products as well as online. It also is fairly simple to prepare these remedies at home using the dried herb, which is what I talked about. I was looking at some um, videos by one particular YouTuber and she was making her own eyebright eye washes. In either case, it is important to investigate where the base uh, herbal material for these remedies came from and ensure it wasn't grown with harmful pesticides. Look for a product label that confirms safe growing practices and don't be afraid to ask the supplier to connect you with more information. According to a paper published by the European Medicines Agency in 2010, eyebright can be taken internally in 400 to 470 milligram capsules as a tea made with um, 2 to 3 grams of the dried parts of the eyebright plant and as to 1 to 2 milliliters of liquid um, extract. Eyebright can also be applied via eye drops. In each case, the eyebright may be taken three times per day. Now, in closing, it does go into possible the subheading of possible side effects. The side effects of eyebright are not well documented. However, eyebright drops may be harmful to certain people, including those who wear contacts or those who have cataract removal corneal transplants. Now the corneal transplants, I did come across that um, in a video. They mentioned something along those lines. That was stress, corneal transplants, laser eye surgery, or other eye procedures. The safety of eyebright has not been confirmed for people who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Individuals should consult a physician prior to using eyebright drops. Then it goes on to say, according to a 2012 review, eyebright leaves can increase the production of insulin. People on medications affecting their blood sugar should be very careful using eyebright or avoid it altogether. Some products may be contaminated with harmful chemicals and lead and may lead to infection. If applied, 
um, directly to the eyes. If you choose to use Eyebrite, look for a product with a seal of approval from a third party organization that provides quality testing. So by looking, just Googling Eyebrite, you will see, um, I'm looking on the search engine now and you're seeing from all, there. It, there is so many different um, uh, types of um, Eyebrite application. You have herbs and it seems to be, I see a lot of the capsules are paired with blueberry. I see that now. Blueberry on Puritan's Pride. You have Eyebrite Herb Tea by Buddha Teas. Uh, Swanson has theirs. You have uh, organic and it's ground like a powder, tincture, eye drops. So there, it's whatever I guess you feel comfortable with if you decide to not exactly like I was saying, like this young lady on YouTube, she was just getting the dry herbs and making her own eye washes. Um, and you want to buy something, I don't want to say commercially, but yeah. Um, then there is there is no shortage of product if you want to try it. Another combination of the capsules is uh, other than blueberry and eyebright is bilberry and eyebright. Okay, so for eyebright now I'm looking at healthline.com. Uh, slash nutrition slash eyebright hashtag what it is and it says what is eyebright so it says eyebright is an herb that commonly grows in Europe Asia and North America um, it's two to eight inches tall and only blooms for a few months toward the end of its growing season eyebright grows well in poor soil and being semi-parasitic plant which means it gets some of its water and nutrients from the roots of nearby plants. Eyebright is used in natural medicine or alternative or holistic medicine, and it's the form of natural medicine that uses extremely diluted substances for treatments. And they're saying, they're just repeating what the other one said, an uh, article or blog about um, Eyebright having antihistamine um, properties uh, which is a uh, reason why eyebright, you know, has traditionally been used to also treat seasonal allergies or hay fever. Although studies haven't tested its effectiveness for this purpose. Um, they go on to say a test tube study found that um, a compound that's in eyebright helped minimize scarring of heart tissue under damaging conditions like after a heart attack that's interesting scarring can reduce your heart's uh, pumping ability then it goes a little bit further and says that there was a study involving mice and suggested that there was definitely some um compounds in it that inhibited scarring of the heart tissue after a heart attack by reducing the oxidative damage caused by unstable molecules called free radicals. Human studies are needed to determine whether uh, typical doses of eyebright provide enough of these beneficial plant compounds to produce health benefits. Then they also make reference to quercetin again, which is also very important for your, I know for your immune system and I've heard Quite a bit about it in light of all the things that have been going on now with the pandemic um, about boosting your immune system, quercetin. Okay, then it goes on to talk about 
the issues and the benefits uh, of relieving eye irritation. Um, they said it can uh, relieve and treat eye problems in animals as well as people. Eye health is also one of the few uses of the herb that has been studied, though research is limited. They keep saying how limited it is. And they talk about a study in which they use um, eye bright extracts and it helped control inflammation in the human cornea cells. And then they go on to say the cornea is the clear tissue that covers the colored part of your eye. They go on to say that there was another study found that an, um, eye drops containing eye bright, eye bright and chamomile, look at that, helped uh, protect cornea cells from sun-related inflammation and damage. Then it says in a human study, 65 adults with eye inflammation due to pollen, allergy, wind, dust, um, and, and infections or eye strain use eye drops containing equal parts of eye bright and rose, for all rose extracts, uh, three times per day. They said about 81% of the participants had complete relief of eye redness, swelling, burning, and, that, and sticky secretions within 6 to 14 days. The remaining participants had noticeably um, improvements in their eye symptoms. Now, they said that it's uncertain how much eye bright contributed to the benefits as it was tested along with another herb. Okay. Um, but it's also possible that eye symptoms would have improved without treatment, but there was no control group el- uh, evaluating this. Now, of course, talk about placebo-controlled human studies of eyebright alone are needed to clarify whether it can improve irritation, inflammation, and other related eye symptoms. Okay, so uh, we're back. So we're still on Healthline.com um, and nutrition eye bright and other benefits so it says here other possible health benefits as a sub uh, category here subtopic a few studies suggest eye bright may benefit other aspects of health but more research is needed to confirm its effectiveness there's preliminary evidence that eye bright may and then it says support skin health um, they talk about uh, they said test tube study Eyebright helped prevent sun damage to skin cells by combating unstable molecules, as we know as free radicals. Um, this type of damage contributes to wrinkles and increases skin cancer risk. It goes on to talk about lower blood sugar. Um, it says in you know a study using rats, when the rats with uh, diabetes were given an oral extract, made from eyebright leaves their fasting oh their fasting blood sugar okay decreased by 34 percent within two hours it had no effect on the blood sugar of rats without diabetes now in the other blog that i read before that i got the impression and you may have too that people who have diabetes should not and i think they basically said that but this that they shouldn't um use eyebright um, but this particular article does. So let me see when they did this article. Let's see. Let's go to the top and see if we got a date here. Okay, this was updated in uh, April uh, 11th, 2019 by Marsha McCullen. Okay. Hmm. One is in 2019 and the one before this, this is the one 2019. But the one before this was 2020. Hmm. 
yeah, that's kind of interesting. They're kind of conflicting there on people who have diabetes. Okay, insulin, diabetics. Okay, hmm, proceed with caution. Okay, so the next benefit, possible benefit, is soothe colds and coughs. Traditionally, eyebright has been used to treat inflammation from colds, coughs, and sinus infections. Though not studied for this purpose, eyebright contains natural inflammatory agents. The next benefit is to fight harmful bacteria. Okay, and it talks about test tube studies again. Uh, suggest that plant compounds in eyebright may inhibit the growth of certain bacteria, which are, of course, involved in eye infections. And then the added bonus I see is protect the liver. Animal and test tube studies suggest that it has a compound a plant compound in eyebright that may protect the liver against damage from free radicals and certain toxins and viruses. Welcome back to Teachable Moments with April. So today we're we're continuing to talk about um, um, eye health. And I think that it's important in general, but it's even more important as we um, are continually um, becoming digitized and looking at devices and virtually doing things, still doing things and expanding. A lot of people have transitioned from traditional um, jobs into um, the virtual arena and businesses um, online. So... I think it's it's very imperative that you try to do your best to keep your eyes as healthy, your whole body, but your eyes as healthy as you can. We're still on Healthline.com, and they have something after they started talking about um, Eyebrite. They're talking about eight nutrients that will optimize your eye health. It says your eyesight is probably the most important of your five senses. Now, this was updated in February 15, 2019. It says, eye health goes hand in hand with general health, but a few nutrients are especially important for your eyes. These nutrients help maintain eye function, protect your eyes against harmful light, and reduce the development of age-related degenerative diseases. Here are eight nutrients that benefit your eyes. They go on to say that some evidence suggests that taking evening primrose oh, oil may reduce the symptoms of dry, this is going back to the dry eye um, that a lot of people seem to be getting. I, I have a case of, I get, I, I have to constantly, especially when my eyes are tired, um, I use um, eye drops as I get older. Um, so this is definitely something I want to look a little bit closer at. Okay. Dry eye. Okay, they said there was a randomized control study um, that gave women with dry eyes a daily dose of evening primrose oil, okay, with 30 milligrams of GLA, and the study noted that their symptoms improved over a, a six-month period. Although I have to say, I've been taking a, uh, a sea buckthorn uh, capsules, and it I don't have to... Um, use eye drops as much I don't know if I've mentioned that already I've been taking it for uh, some months now 
a couple months at least, a little bit more. And I, I don't, I notice that I don't have to apply, uh, use eye drops as much as I was before. So I think it's because of the sea, sea buckthorn capsules. I think it is. So the next um, nutrient that's great for your eyes is vitamin C. Your eyes require high amounts of antioxidants, more so than more than any other organs. The antioxidant um, vitamin C appears to be especially important, although control studies on its role in eye health are lacking. It seems like that's a common thread here, right? The concentration of vitamin C is higher in the uh, aquatic uh, humor of the eye that, and then in any other bodily fluid. Um, the aquatic humor is the liquid that fills the outermost part of your eye. The levels of vitamin C in this particular um, area are directly proportional to its dietary um, intake. In other words, you can increase its concentration by taking supplements or eating foods rich in vitamin C. Look at that. Observational studies show that people with cataracts tend to have a low antioxidant status. They also indicate that people who take vitamin C supplements are less likely to get cataracts. I didn't know that. While vitamin C appears to play a protective role in your eyes, it's unclear whether supplements provide added benefits for those who aren't deficient. Oh, okay. Okay, so this is a high amounts of vitamin C are found in many fruits and vegetables, including bell peppers, citrus fruits, guavas, mm, Yale, Yale, <laughs> Yale, kale, not Yale, kale, and broccoli. Then they go on to list vitamin E. Vitamin E is a group of fat-soluble antioxidants that protect fatty acids from harmful oxidation. Then they describe and explain that since your retina has a high concentration of fatty acids, adequate vitamin E intake is important for optimal eye health. Although severe vitamin E uh, deficiencies may lead to retinal uh, degeneration and blindness, it's unclear whether supplements provide any additional benefits if you're already getting enough from your diet. One analysis appears that consuming more than 7 milligrams of vitamin E daily may uh, reduce your risk of age-related cataracts by 6%. In contrast, randomized controlled studies indicate that vitamin E supplements do not slow oh, okay, or prevent the progression of cataracts. The best dietary sources of vitamin E include almonds, okay, sunflower seeds, and vegetable oils like flaxseed oil. And last but not least is number, it's the last one, zinc. Your eyes contain high levels of zinc. Look at that. Zinc is a part of many essential enzymes, including, oh, oh, which, oh, okay. Many enzymes. It also appears to be involved in the formation of visual pigments in your retina. For this reason, zinc deficiency deficiency may lead to night blindness. In one study, older adults with early macular degeneration, I have a problem saying that today, were given zinc supplements. And their uh, macular deterioration, um, not 
degeneration uh, slowed and they maintained their visual sharpness better than those who received a placebo. Hmm. However, further studies are needed uh, before strong conclusions can be reached. Natural dietary sources of zinc include oysters, meat, pumpkin seeds, and peanuts.